This is the Mindful Experiment Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Vic. Excited that you're here. This podcast is all about diving deep into the mind and understanding this experiment or this game we call life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. This is the Mindful Experiment Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Vic. Excited that you're here. This podcast is all about diving deep into the mind and understanding this experiment or this game we call life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. What up, guys? Dr. Vic here and excited to have you on this week as we share something that I'm actually writing in my book. It's chapter three-ish, roughly. I say three-ish because I'm um, seeing where I want to implement it in the beginning of my book. And I thought, hey, why not check this out? If you didn't know, I am writing my third book right now. It's almost complete and getting sent off to editor within the next week or so uh, of the release of this podcast. And I'm just excited to get this out there. It's all about decoding the matrix, how to unleash your potential and start your spiritual awakening. And I think this is a critical time of where we are in humanity. And I really believe this is something that's valuable, that's going to help you understand how your brain is conditioned, how it's programmed, how and, and, and how can we break away from the matrix and really live in our own realm. And that's our spiritual awakening. That's our spiritual truth. Okay. And so excited, excited to bring this to the world. I'm so uh, looking forward to, to getting it out there. But Without further ado, you're going to get a glimpse today. And today is going to be a little bit of something of you've heard this before. And it's like, well, you know, we all live, 95% of us live automatically uh, without knowing. And what that means is our subconscious mind leads the way in our life. It's roughly around 95% is what the research has showed, which means only 5% of our life we're actually living. Like we're actually being present. We're actually being aware. We're actually being consciously choosing at that moment. That's the difference between the subconscious and the conscious. The subconscious is an automatic program that just runs on its own. You've experienced this because I bet you were, you could have been, you may be listening to this while you're driving, but if you've ever driven somewhere before, how aware of what you saw, what did you see when you were driving, right? Most of the time we just go in autopilot and we're just in our heads and we're just cruising along as we go. And so I'm sharing this because in the book, I talk a lot about the conditioning of the brain, how we get programmed, how we are influenced by the matrix and the submatrixes. And in one of the things about this, this aspect is I want to get into something called neural pruning and how we're conditioned at such a young age that most of your reactions of what you're doing are actually unconscious. You don't even know it's happening. There are times when we have, uh, you want to call it... <clears throat> You know, you think somebody is acting in a certain way with an intention that may be negative, but really just maybe automatic responses that they're so blinded by that they don't know it's actually happening. We're unaware of it. I do this and I, I, I work on this as hard as I can. And there are times I'll be like, ah, that's not like I, that's not how I would normally respond. That's not how I would like it, at least. Right. And so there's different ways of looking at things to know where it is that you would, you know, how to be more conscious, but how does this all start? So let's start there. So when you're looking at the developing of your brain as a child, your brain doubles in size within the first year. That's, 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 that's huge. Right. And by year, I think three, it's already at a certain percentage, 50% of where it's going to be an adult or something along those lines. So there's a lot of neural development that is happening within that first 
couple years. And there's different layers to this and so forth of how the brain develops as we age. Our brain fully does not stop developing and it's not fully done until the age of 25. That's the prefrontal cortex area that is then um, is it can be that area that is the last part to develop. Now, there are some old myths that said the brain doesn't change as a chiropractor. I can tell you 100% for sure, because chiropractors are really brain doctors. Um, your, your brain changes and it, it is always able, it's plastic. It can change at any given moment. And there's methods behind that. But the longer something has been there, it's the longer you've been conditioned in a certain way, the more work it takes to break that pattern, right? Because you have to shift things. And so... What happens is, is between the age of zero to seven, really, your, your brain is more uh, in a theta state. And so what happens is this, this theta brainwave, is, it's really easy to be imprinted things into your brain to think this is how life is, right? Conditioning, beliefs, so forth. And so this is what happens to most of us. But as we start to grow, as we're getting older, two, three, four, five, and so forth, there's so many neurons firing like crazy because the brain is really trying to adapt to the environment and learn what this environment is and how it has to help the individual survive in processes, right? But there comes a point when the brain says, all right, we got this. We got it. We got a gist of things. And what it'll start to do is do something called neuro pruning. And what that is, it's like pruning a tree. You're just nipping things off to prune it. Now, why is that important? And how does this all play a role into beliefs? How does this play a role into living in, you know, 95% of our life is dictated by our subconscious mind and being unaware of it and all these different things is because what happens in neuro pruning and the reason why this happens is the brain says, hey, if we're not firing these, these pathways and we don't need them or we're not needing these memories or this reaction or these things, and it's not happening a lot in our life, well, then we don't need that. So let's prune those off. And it's like 15,000 neurons or something like that, that are happening at a time. So it's really, you're cre they're creating and firing. So they have to prune that down. That's not going to, it's going to be very looking like a crazy tree. And so this is where the pruning effect happens. But what that does is it you're only going to, you're going to prune or keep, um, not prune, what it is that you are conditioned to and most exposed to and what's the repetitive patterns of because that's your experience of life and so your brain's trying to adapt to that now let's fast forward then right because if you look at you know you see mom and dad and your family structure and friends and family you see them respond a certain way over and over and over and over again you're going to see those reactions i think that's how i should respond it's just like if parents complain about money a lot you're going to see a reaction and connect to that and it's going to prune your brain and every time you are getting exposed that is conditioning the brain so you're not going to prune those things away they're going to be instilled within you and so then we fast forward in life and we want to start a business. We want to, you know, we want to have the best relationship in the world. We want to have a ton of money. We want to have to be in the best health. And you notice that your behaviors just don't follow. You start to notice that you hit roadblocks or you have these massive triggers that happen, right? Somebody will say something to you and you're like, right? Or you'll, you know, you go through a, a struggling time with, let's say you're trying to start a business and this was me and you're struggling and you're just, your money is not coming the way you want it to. You're not, your message just feels like it's not being reached. You're not getting to enough people like you would like to. And then you start to judge yourself, right? You hit one block after another and you're just like, man, maybe that's not it. Maybe I'm not worth it. And all this low self-worth comes in. And so these are 
conditional patterns that are built in. And there's actually a lot of good wisdom there. And this is why I work with clients a lot and we work deep into these things. Um, this is why I'm a business mindset coach, right? It's not just business coach. I teach mindset principles that we get into beliefs and you know habits and uh, uh, certain rituals and so forth that we do and, and what's supporting us and what isn't and how do we shift things so that we can get in alignment with stuff. And so when you think about this for a second, this is the pruning effect is really going to have us react in certain ways that we're not going to know because it was just conditioned in our earlier life. And we're just being and going what we think is normal. What is a pattern that we're used to? And it's just habitual, right? Because 95% of our life is subconscious. Now you understand how that could be so factually true, because when you look at the pruning effect, we're only doing what we've been exposed to the most. And this is one of the things that's going to condition our brain. Your brain's not going to trim something that it needs. It's not going to prune off neurons that it needs because of patterns and stimulation and so forth. So now all of a sudden, the ones that have been, right? Because you can have, well, money is a bad thing. So you're going to prune anything that is shows that money is a good thing because you haven't heard that often. You keep hearing the repetitive of the other. You see how our brain can be conditioned as a young age. You see how, how it could be imprinted and impressionable with these kind of things. And so then it becomes more hardwired because Hub's law states, whatever nerves that fire together, wire together. And what that means is, is that I want you to think of like the strength of the connection. So every time a nerve fires, it's going to strengthen that firing connection to that area. So if you got something going repetitively in your day, right? Subconscious is like an automatic tape that just keeps playing in your brain. And if you continually have that happening, imagine how strong that connection is to that. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break here. Here is a word from our sponsor. Welcome to the Cancer Youth Thrivers podcast. My name is Andrea Wilson-Woods, and I'm the CEO and co-founder of Cancer U. Join me each week as I interview cancer patients, caregivers, survivors, and providers about their cancer journeys. You're listening to Cancer Youth Thrivers, where real people share true stories. All right, let's get back to this rocking episode. That's why you have to work these things out. They just don't happen all at once. You can make, you can make the choice in the present moment, but then you have to be aware of that process. This is why awareness is the number one thing. Working with clients, this is the number one thing I try to get them to is a state of awareness because awareness is going to be the thing that it solves 50 to 90% of the problem. Because once you're aware of this, like just this information I'm sharing with you, imagine in your life, you're looking at something with your health, you're looking at something with money, you're looking at something with your business, and you're wondering, why am I not getting to that level? Or what is the roadblocks that are holding me back? Or why can I just be on fire like this other person who's so committed, so disciplined, and they just continue to do what they're supposed to, right? Why can't I get there? You ever ask those questions? I know I have to myself many times. And you start to look at these patterns of where and why these exist and so forth, because these are going to be these, these deepening levels is a conditioning in your past. And it's holding you back because you have a belief that exists in a certain way, whether you're aware of it or not. This is why I am so big on the mindset, because if you don't clear these out, we'll never get to that optimal level of success. We'll never get to that breakthrough point where, and what I call about the breakthrough point is that you break through your barriers, but you start to realize that you are creating all your barriers and all your success. And once you can get to that point, that's your true potential. Because then it's like, what do you want to experience? 
what's the level you want to get to? Now, not everybody wants to be a billionaire. I mean, I think being a billionaire would be cool. I think it'd be and have a nice life to that, but it's not the biggest driving factor for me. It, there's other things that are more important, you know, and there's all these different elements that can come. But once you understand this process, now all of a sudden you can start to live a limitless life because now you understand that your brain is just, it pruned these things to create this condition, to create this subconscious uh, aspect where I'm conditioned in a certain way that I'm operating at 95% most of my day in autopilot. And so how do we break out of that pattern is you have to make that choice in that moment, right? And once you make the choice, to make a shift, to make a change, whatever behavior habit you're looking at, look at the triggers that will show up when they come, because the triggers are the answers to giving you clues to what's in that past that's in the automatic uh, subconscious mind. And once you start to utilize that process, that will be the aspect to start to make the shift, because now you have awareness. And once the awareness is there, then you can catch it faster. And then what you're doing is you're practicing Hebb's Law. Now you're starting to shift your awareness to another aspect of neurology, and you're taking the weight off one and putting it into another. That's all neurology is, and it's constantly what we're doing. Your brain's constantly doing this over and over and over again. And then once you build that habit up, which roughly takes about 84 days now, we're losing, um, it used to take around 30 days. And now with the loss of tension spans that we have, which is eight seconds, which I think it's going to, I wouldn't be shocked that the next five to 10 years, we're down to four seconds. Some people think I'm a little crazy when and exaggerating that, but I'm like with TikTok being short videos, look, we're doing reels now. We have little short stories on social media. It's like little bits of information and that's all we're taking in and not really digesting a whole thing of stuff. And so... When it comes to that, these are where this is why habits take a little longer and it's going to take a process for you to break through these kind of things. But have no fear. As long as you stay committed, as long as you keep doing the work, as long as you keep showing up, you know, it's the consistency factor, the law of consistency or the law of repetition states that, you know, the more you constantly do something, eventually it's going to stick. You know, it's the same concept here in neurology. The more you keep firing neurons, eventually that habit's going to be hardwired into you. Eventually, it's going to become a normal process. And, you know, when I when I used to teach things, and I still do, but with my clients on like morning rituals and um, focusing on how to build habits, and when I give them my long list of stuff, they're like, holy cow, that's overwhelming. I'm like, you have to understand, I've been doing this for over 10 years. So I've developed these patterns over time. I take a couple every year. And so because it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. And so it's one of those things of taking little bits at a time. And that really creates that massive growth. So this is how we can break away from the subconscious programming. This is how we can become more aware and understand that you are choosing in the moment. That's consciousness. And so when we're choosing in the moment, that is a pattern in yourself because you can catch yourself. You'd be more aware, right? This is the time we need to take the journey back in rather than focusing out. We're always looking outside ourselves in many different ways and we give away our power which doesn't allow us to truly massively grow and expand and evolve. It's like the whole mentality. We live in a world, we have a mentality where it's like, hey, I get a fish for today. Thank you. I eat for today. Then tomorrow I got to go look for another fish to get it and go ahead and do that. And you're always looking for someone to, you know, who has the fish, who's going to give you that fish. 
And my process is, hey, forget that. Maybe we, you may need to go get a fish for now, but let's show you how to fish. And the fish is turn, journaling or turning in within you to really tap in, use this body as a tool. It really is. You do have physiological responses to intuition, to different energies, to where you are. And once you can tap into these emotions and be aware of them and know what's going on, you start to be more present. You start to step into that creator role. You start to step into that true potential role. And that becomes a massive game changer for your life. I know it has for me. And this is one of the biggest premises I work on with my clients, my, my, especially business owners. We're all, I'm always looking for ways and how we can help transform their mind. Because when we can do that and work through beliefs and work through um, different states of habits and so forth, we can start to shift that. And all of a sudden it's like in a good way, an explosion. And what I mean by that is their life all of a sudden transforms and things start to happen faster. I was just talking to a couple of clients uh, last week and we we're talking about like these little pivot shifts that happen in their life. They didn't do much. It was just little stuff within themselves. They're like, I'm going to focus on this and this. And then all of a sudden, every aspect of their life got better. Every aspect. And they're like, how is this? I I'm just amazed. Maybe it's just a fluke. And I'm like, no, you're focusing on you. And you are the source of all things. So all of a sudden you start shifting and seeing things, one little thing and you focus on that. It's going to have a ripple effect on every aspect of your life, right? Finances start to go up. Business starts to get better. Relationships are getting deeper and stronger. Right? Health is getting better. Mindset's getting sharper. I have more energy, more mood and not, not as burned out as much. These are things that happen when you practice these kind of things. So take a look at your life and see where you are. What are the things that, you know, you see a pattern in your habits? What are the things that trigger you? What are the things that fire you up or give you this response? And then you want to look back at that and go, now, is that really me choosing in the moment? Or was it just like a knee-jerk reaction, right? Those knee-jerk reactions are the ones that you want to pay attention to because that's subconscious. And that's someone else's response. It's someone else you learned from, you're modeling. And that's how you thought, that's how life was. You know, when we look at children, and I'm going to be a father soon here, and I'm, I'm like loving the process of becoming one, and it's so great. I know they're going to teach me so many things. And the reason why I say it that way is because I have to be so mindful of every reaction I have and every little thing I do, because that's what they model. See, I know this stuff neurologically. So now I'm like, all right, I know this. Now I have to make sure that I keep this in as much balanced state as I possibly can. So that way I'm not re overreacting. I don't want them to, and I'm going to regardless. I mean, I always tell people like, when it comes to children, you're going to, you're going to imprint on them negative things regardless. You, you, you can't be on your A game hundred percent. There's going to be weak moments in life. It's just going to happen. But you know, at the same token is you just show up being your best that you possibly can. And that's the key about that, because your children, as they say, we, they don't do what you say, they do what you do. Well, that doing is in every facet, how you react, how you talk about money, how you respond to money, how you respond to the relationship, your examples of what you do as a partners. Um, they model all that. And they think that's how the world is. They learn from us. So this is really, really critical stuff here. Um, but you can change this. You're not stuck in this unless you want to be. Um, there are ways you can find that freedom in your life to excel to that next level. You got to do the work and commit. And if you're someone who is a business owner or someone who just, you know, we're, we're going to be starting to open up even our course, online course, uh, they'll be relating to this. But if you're someone that's like, man, this sounds great. How do I do this? I want to learn more about this. How do I be that person? You know, 
go ahead, click all the way on the show notes, go all the way to the bottom. There's a link there and you can go ahead and click on it and it's going to uh, connect you to with me. You put your information and it'll connect and we can have a conversation. Let's talk about it. Let's see what your goals are. What, do you want, what are you trying to get to? What are, what are the blocks you've been experiencing and how can you level up in your life? Because that's the work I do where it comes to working with business owners is, yeah, they come to me for business, you know, learn, they want to make more money. They want to be more successful in their business. But what I do is I help them be more successful in their life and with that, it helps them be more successful in their business. Not a bad thing. So you're full, well-rounded. Now you have work, heart, work life and harmony instead of work-life balance because you can't balance things in life. Your body's always adapting. So it's all about harmony. How's everything staying in a perfect harmony with each other? So that when one area grows, they all grow. Where we, the old model was, is, yeah, I'm very successful here, but most of my life is not doing well to that level. And if that interests you and that's something you're interested in, scroll all the way to the bottom. Go ahead and click that link. Let's have a chat. Appreciate you guys as always tuning in. Please, please, please do me a favor. Go ahead. If you like this podcast, go ahead and make sure you hit like. Make sure you hit subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. Uh, we launch two a week. Uh, for all the follow- listeners who've been subscribed and following us, greatly appreciate your support through the, our time sharing uh, the mindful experiment so much more. Um, as always, appreciate you guys. And until next time, keep rocking and rolling. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. If you found this episode to be inspirational, pay it forward by sharing with someone that you know can benefit from this. If this is your first time tuning in, please follow us, connect with us so you don't miss another amazing episode. And until next time, keep rocking and rolling. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. If you found this episode to be inspirational, pay it forward by sharing with someone that you know can benefit from this. If this is your first time tuning in, please follow us, connect with us so you don't miss another amazing episode. Until next time, keep rocking and rolling.